this is the time of the year that we always get to focus on the Blessed Mother, the second Sunday of Subara, where we are kind of sandwiched between the Feast of the Immaculate Conception, which we just celebrated two days ago, and today the Feast of the Annunciation of the Angel Gabriel uh, of the Lord to Mary. And so uh, we focus on her a lot, and I just kind of want to reflect a little bit and draw the picture of what was going on. Many of you know what does the tradition say of the age of Mary, uh, this time of the Annunciation. Does anyone know what that age might have been? Some saying 12. I've heard the average age was 14. I've heard 13 or 14 or 15. Uh, And, you know, back in the day, my grandpa's time, the 18-year-old men were like the maturity of 30-year-old men today, you know? So the 13, 14, 15-year-olds back then, they had a little more maturity and responsibility, but nevertheless, I mean, I just kind of put myself, tried to put myself in her shoes, and I was reflecting on this earlier this week with some, some good friends of mine, and we were just talking about it. We're like, okay, like that's a tough moment where you're going to have the threat of the pressure of society upon you as a young girl who's going to be having no visible father, walking around pregnant, not married, and the social implications that come with it, the difficulty of just the vocation in and of itself with an angel appearing to you and telling you that the Lord has chosen you to be the one to bear the Holy One, the Son of God. I mean, these are enormously heavy things. And myself, maybe my response would be, Thank you, Angel Gabriel, for coming and taking the time to see me and letting me know the Lord's will. Can I pray about it? (laughs) Can I have a moment to think about this? Because it's kind of like not a small thing that you're saying to me. Maybe you would say the same. Like, can I just, you know, process this for a moment? This came out of nowhere, you know? And uh, it's it's, it's a heavy thing, right? We have to be real with ourselves. Uh, and so that was the kind of reflection uh, that we were having about like how, how, do we, how do we respond when the Lord puts whatever in our path that it's a difficult thing that we don't fully understand. Like Mary, so she was troubled at the saying. She was asking questions. like She didn't fully comprehend it. And, and the angel had to tell her, do not be afraid. So there was for sure an element of uncertainty or at least like I need to... I'm trying to understand what's happening here. And, that, and that's an okay thing uh, to respond with. But that's just to say that that happens to us in, in many moments, I'm sure. Difficulties that come up and you don't know how to, you don't know how to process them. Now, this is, this is what's amazing. Uh, in 1280 AD, the church uh, in Regensburg, Germany, had a statue that's the reason why many people go to this church is because of the statue. So I'm going to, I don't know if many of you won't be able to see it in the back, I'm sorry for that. But this is the statue of the angel Gabriel and what he looked like when he came to Mary. And it's a very unique statue because if you can see it, if you can see it, there's a unique expression on his face. Usually you see these statues that look But this angel Gabriel is cheesing. Right? He's cheesing like it's his uh, first grade school picture. And 
The reason for that, the artist's intention, is to communicate to us that Angel Gabriel was so excited, first off, from his perspective, because he got to be the first one to announce the incarnation of Jesus to the world that everyone was waiting for. And so he was so happy. And it just changes the mood of the moment because, as we know, the response of the Blessed Mother ultimately was, I am the servant, I am the handmaiden of the Lord. And then reinforcing it, let it be done unto me according to your word. What a beautiful response, the perfect response of the faithful. And this one you for sure can't see in the back, but I'll describe it. This is the statue of Mary on the other side. And the unique thing about this that you see usually with the depictions of the Annunciation is that Mary's holding the scriptures. If you pay attention to images of the Annunciation, Mary's holding the scriptures. You should say hello. That's how they greet it, you know. Hail, hail for grace, Ali, you know, Shlana. So, while she's holding the scriptures, the artist's intention is to depict to us, Mary was always swimming in the Word of God. She was always immersing herself with the Word of God. And the lesson for you and I is, when those difficult moments come to us that we have a hard time understanding, when those points of contact from God hit us in prayer, or just... Extraordinary things happen in the family, hardships, whatever it might be. What the Blessed Mother and Angel Gabriel are showing us, when you, when you accept the will of God with your whole heart, then it's actually a beautiful, joyful, fruitful moment. Rather than just a fearful moment, difficult moment. It is difficult. But out of that difficulty bears extraordinary fruit. So much so that even the scary, serious Angel Gabriel is cheesy. Right, from ear to ear. And I know many of us here, uh, I just talked to a young girl yesterday, and you don't know who it is, so that's why I'm saying this to you. And she won't know that I'm saying this to you. I, I, I felt I'm called to be a non-father, but I'm scared. I am afraid. Literally yesterday, I had this conversation. And it's there. But nevertheless, I know many of you in this church have that feeling. I know many of your parents would be discouraging. Shame on you. And I know it's difficult, uh, but when you look at this moment and realize the greater picture of the joy that bore fruit as a result, I mean, it changes the perspective. And it makes it more natural and comfortable to accept whatever God's giving to you when you're living like this, when you're always conforming yourself to the will of God and you're always surrounding yourself with the Scriptures. And so... The two things we take from this. One, I need to always conform my heart to the Word of God so that when things go tough, I'm not going to be shaken as much as I would have been, at least. And number two, if you know anybody that you think would make a great priest or a great monk or a great nun, then you today should reach out to that person and tell them that. Because most people have their vocation really realized because of others as a sign confirming that to me. To me, a lot of people told me, are you thinking about being a priest? I can see you being a priest. And I didn't tell anybody, yes, I am. Because then, uh, you know, Galileans, it spreads like forest fire, you know. All that pressure comes upon you. But it does, it does have an impact. Uh, you don't forget that somebody, it's a big deal that somebody says that to you. So, we'll reflect on the great response of our lesson today. The great and powerful yes.
yes, which is a sign for us, for her to be our mother. The, the, the result of her yes changed the entire course of salvation history. What is the Lord trying to do for you? And we'll consider how much the Lord is trying to bring joy out of when we respond positively to Him. So today we reflect on our Blessed Mother and how the Lord is calling us as well. Amen.